Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. When all those things have been said about you, sometimes you have trouble knowing what to say. It is such a big um, challenge. Um, but I would like to honor Revma. And the father of the house, Apostle Mose. A man who has called out significance in many of us, out of many of us. Yeah. I'll always say it that he has changed and turned around my life. Yeah. And um, I'm grateful. So you may be seated. What do we have today? I'm having a message, but I would love also to pray today, yeah, I like to spend some good amount of time praying. Amen. Father, I thank you because you brought us here. It is such a great day for us. Thank you for the word that you've given to us. Lord, make your way. Open up our ears to receive your word. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. I came with a team of about 20 people from Grace City Church. Many of them are pastors. Some had to travel from Gulu, Soroti to be here. And uh, I know they will benefit from this. You know, when we come here, for us, it's a mountaintop experience. Yeah, I'm teaching my people certain things. When I come into this space, I speak to them a lot of things, but when I come here and I, the things I speak to them, they can see them happening. Jesus had to take some people up on the mountain and the voice had to come from heaven to speak to them. Yeah. So there are many here. My wife is here, Pastor Chirao. I don't want to waste a lot of time. You may be seated. So it's undoubted that this year is a year of extraordinary results. Everything is going to be extraordinary in terms of the fruit we are going to reap. When this word came out to me, I started praying and meditating on it. And since then, God has been speaking to me about several things. For example, that we shall plant many churches. Let me tell you these things. So as I'm saying these words, certain things are going to be happening today. Like I'll be just be saying words and then something is going to be happening. The number of global locations will increase to a point where we'll have to translate in many languages. 
the people that call themselves our family members here at Worship Harvest are going to come from many parts of the world, including Asia and the Arab world. There are people who, by the power of the word of God, are going to start asking about hosting mission communities in their places by the end of this message. So this year, the nets are going to break. Yeah. So we are going to need to trust God to be able to bear fruit that lasts. My message is bearing fruit that lasts. So impact is different from impression. They will not know who you by your leaves, not by the circumference of your trunk or the depth of your roots. Go deeper, man of God. Thank you so much for quoting scripture in Hebrews and Greek. It is so impressive to hear, but the standard is the fruit. We have a lot of spiritual demagogues in the church. We should be having a lot of churches. We should be having big impact. But what we get to see around us is impressionism. So the standard is the fruit that we are looking for. Because none of us is going to eat your leaves. We only hunger after the fruit. We are so desperate for your fruit. We've been waiting season in, season out. The leaves have blossomed and the trunk has expanded. But we are so excited to see the fruit. Hallelujah. So some trees are so big yet they produce a fruit that mocks their size. When a thing is not full, it always has the capacity to sound louder. Hallelujah. I am very careful with my language. I've not said teens. I've said the thing. In the Bible, they are called vessels. And when you read the scripture, according to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20, you will know that there are things made out of several materials. And I should have to believe that the, 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 the vessel made out of uh, gold would make noise louder than the vessel made out of wood. One can make the sound of a galabi, the other one can't make sound at all. Hallelujah. There is a reason why Jesus spoke to us in parables. There is a reason why the Bible is written in such a kind of a language. It's meant to do something with our imagination. Hallelujah. So the quantity of what you carry will determine how loud you will sound. I'm talking about vessels. Some vessels can't make noise even if they wanted because they are full to the brink. But you can try carrying them and see how heavy they are. Again, I'm not talking about teens. The Bible calls them vessels. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 20 says that in a great house, a great house, a great house, the body of Christ, the church of God, is a great house. But in the great house, there are many vessels. Now, vessels are meant to carry wine or oil. And these vessels are each designed to carry out a specific role the same scripture talks about the types of materials out of which vessels are made but it also makes reference to a thing called use 
it says that they are vessels that have been designed for honorable use. Hallelujah. So your use is determined by the quality of the material you are made of. You can't be carrying the Holy Eucharist in wood. So I have several things here. I don't know what you call them. What points? Over what? But since we are talking about fruitfulness, I outlined several things as the Spirit of God was speaking to me. Now, this message was written two, I think two weeks ago. Elevation calls for knowledge and understanding. You need to keep growing. You can't bear fruit without growing. A sign of growth is fruit. Bearing fruit is a sign of maturity. There is an age below which you can't get pregnant, even if you want. If you do, you get into the Guinness World Book of Records. The organs that make for bearing children are not yet fully developed for that purpose. So you need to continue sitting under great wisdom to be able to grow to bear fruit. In 2023, refuse not to be taught. Feed as much as you can so that your spirit can grow to bear fruit. The Bible in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 11, talks about seed bearing fruits. We can't talk about fruits without talking about seeds and vice versa. Fruits must bear seed. Bearing fruit calls for multiplication. If you are ever allowed to bear fruit, it's because you are being asked to give seed. No seed was created without the ability to bear fruit. And we must see this seed, this fruit being planted and then bearing fruit. Only genetically modified seeds or fruits do not give seeds. Only artificial things, not modeled after the pattern of God would refuse to bear seeds. That's how you will know. The Bible says you will know them by their fruit, but you cannot delink fruit from seed. Your children will tell us a lot about you and your motives in ministry. So what God created is a plant that bears seed. That's the reason why many people are opposed to GMOs because they come against seed bear, can come against bearing seeds. All things God created have the capacity to reproduce after their own kind. A popo cannot give you seeds of a mango. It has to be after your own. So it's very important for you to be careful about the seeds that you are sowing. Jesus cast the fig tree because it was denying people not just the fruit but the seed. Mark eleven thirteen. So be mindful of the seeds you are sowing. Make sure that you will be at ease with the things you are planting 30 years from now. Yeah, the things you are planting you are planting this world. People are going to be disloyal to you many years from now. Hallelujah. Because the seed has to grow and there's a thing called a gestation period. And the thing that you put in the ground will have 
to show us the thing it is bearing. I always tell people, don't judge with people. You plant your maize, I plant my beans. When these things have been put in the ground for a little while, peas and beans might look like same. You can't tell the difference. But after a certain period of time, you will know that this is beans, this is peas. Time will tell. I'm a firm believer in the law of process. Any farmer would. Hunters will have trouble with that. Because what will grow out of that will carry your DNA. The Bible says that they will know them by their fruit, but they should also know that their fruit also means their seed. Fruit and seed mean the same. They vary depending on the season of their and the purpose I want to use it for. The other thing I have here is that the, the fruit you, you bear depends on the depth of your interaction with the word of God. You can't walk deep enough in the word of God and lack results. One of the ways through which you can know somebody's relationship with God and how highly favored they are and the special relationship they, they have with God is the results. God has this way of proving that he loves some people over more than others by the results he gives. So you see a person with certain results in the kingdom just know that the level at which they relate with this man is different from the level you, you relate with him. Yeah. It says much about the, the... Because it can only be God. And if God is not giving the same results, there must be something. Sometimes I tell people, go and blame God. Don't blame... Don't fight against your colleagues. Go and blame God. That's a spirit of who? The other man who killed his other brother. Cain. Hallelujah. So the word of God is the seed that when planted and it falls on good ground, you bear fruit that is extraordinary. Whenever you encounter a man or woman of God with extraordinary results, the number one thing you should look for is the relationship with God. And by relationship, I mean how obedient they are to the word of God. You see, sometimes we think, when I, when I see a person with results, I see obedience. I see sacrifice. And that's why I respect sacrifice and obedience. Because it's not easy. Bishop Doug said it's so difficult to obey. It is very easy to disobey. And how they pray. Their prayer is also an aspect of how much of themselves they see in the scriptures. See, when God wants to teach us certain things, he paints a portrait of a man and his life and the start of that life should not just inspire us but we should be committed to domesticating it. Domesticating those truths into our own lives until we see the same results. I want to talk about David. I want to see myself as David. That despised young man who said against all odds. That young man who said I am not going to fight against the anointed. That, that young man who although everyone had tried to kick them out, they still held on to God. How much of yourself do you see in the scriptures? And how do you live by those scriptures? If scriptures are not doing anything to you, then something needs to be fixed. Amen. The Bible has not written as a fictional novel to inspire us. The word of God has the life of God in it which must as a matter of principle transform our lives. And transform I mean metamorphosis. 
moving from a caterpillar to a butterfly. How can I say I have been Christian for too long, even having a spiritual bald head, when I cannot present results? I have encountered people who say, you don't know how many Bibles I have torn down. So their way of showing results is by the number of Bibles that they have weared down, torn down. But not by the disciples they have made. If the effort put into tearing those Bibles will be put into building disciples. But you see, it is a thing called spiritual pride in the body of Christ. Where we are taught to have our heads puffed up, but not to obey the word of God, to bear fruit. That's why we see a lot of people in the body of Christ, especially in this country, they move around, they're quoting Greek and Hebrew, but they have no fruit. The only thing they have is a colored Bible. Hallelujah. I also have another point here. But for as long as we are connected to Jesus, bearing fruit is natural. Bearing fruit in ministry is natural if you are connected with Jesus. Without him, you can bear no fruit. One of the most remarkable signs that represents the presence of God in any ministry or in the life of a believer are the results. God wants to validate you by sponsoring some extraordinary results that will prove his relationship with you. You can't broadcast how deep your communion with God is. If you want to brag about your relationship with Jesus, tarry in his presence. He will brag about you before men. Yeah. And it's not very easy tarrying in the presence because there are many distractions. But this man, when you tarry in his presence, he also has the way of showing people that you have a relationship with him. Like if a person came here and carried him seven in name. Yeah? Jesus also has a way of trying to show people, that is my son. Oftentimes the spirit of God comes down and speaks about people. And he says, you people, I love this, this man. This is my son. I love him because of this and this and this. Obeying me, sacrificing to serve me. Amen. Having a special relationship where you can put aside everything for Jesus, he will also come and show people that he is with you by the results that you uh, uh, Bring, bring about for you. He will make it known to all as to the force behind the exploits, all that he may be glorified. God gets glory by sponsoring nobodies to attain extraordinary results. For which only he can get the glory. If God has to compete with you for glory, there is a certain elevation beyond which you can't rise. If God has to compete with you for glory, there is a certain level beyond which you can't go. Yeah. Cultivating the humility of the heart. The Bible says that he is very close to the broken hearted. The broken hearted are not talking about the ones that we are chucked. He's talking about the brokenness in the spirit.
Hallelujah. So, falling from certain heights can end one's life. Let the people who have ascended to shallow heights get puffed up with pride, spiritual pride. Because at certain heights, some games can't be played. It's lack of wisdom. It is very risky with certain results to brag. God is still in the business of lifting men, and you can decide how far you want to rise by how low you go. Because just as you think you're banging it, God is bringing up some little unknown person somewhere. Yeah. Just ask yourself, why are men like Pastor Robert Kayanja still up late in the night preaching morning till night, then taking on the next day? They are aware of this principle that God always has his people. This is the most important point that I'm going to talk about today. Why it's number five? I don't know how you're numbering them. For fruit to come, the soil matters. In science, we studied about the conditions for germination. Light, warmth, humidity. But all these are not without the environment in which we put the seed. The seed is not planted in space. The seed is planted in the soil. And if you're a good seed, you will need to place value on your life by being careful about the soil where you are planted in. Be sure that the soil where you're planted can allow for growth, which also allows for bearing fruit. Are we talking about fruitfulness? The soil matters a lot. The church where you go, does it allow for growth? Will you be stretched to the very best you can go? Or you want to be in a space where you are pampered and they praise you for doing nothing? Where people without results are praised? There are spaces where somebody has no results, but then they are praised and they make having no results common. They make having no results uh, a standard where people talk and they have no results. I don't want to be in such spaces. Even the church I lead, I don't want to be that kind of place. We have a lot of people. I've tried to speak to many young people. Come, there's a soil here. I can get you somewhere. But you see, they have these big heads, demagogues. They think they are so wise. And the wisdom is of the world. They think that they can rise without going through the process of growth. Because so-and-so is on TV. Because this one is doing this. Hallelujah. These are what, some of the things that we have in the church that are disturbing people from getting settled to be planted so that we can get the very best out of them. We are losing out on a lot of talent, giftings, because of this problem. Hallelujah. They think that every soil can allow for growth. There is a person that can nurture a prophet. Not everyone can. They there is a person that can build up a certain kind of person. I tell people, I am not called for people who are not going anywhere. One of the ways that you can know that God loves you and there is something about you is that he brings you before me. That's what I tell people. Because I'm committed to it. And if you ever find a person who loves you to get the very best out of you, stick and cling. Hallelujah. 
I'm talking about environment. Do yourself a favor and allow to be planted in a good soil. Make sure that you are plant, not planted in antagonistic spaces where you are not competing for nutrients with some of the other plants. Be aware that if, even weeds bear seeds. Even thorns give seed. And you know what? Even weeds are looking for good soil. They don't want the rocky one. They also want to be where things are good. Even those people who are those who accuse you, those who are disloyal, those who leave you, they also want some, somebody they can leave. They can't leave those other people who are not going anywhere. Hallelujah. They are also looking for somebody they can disturb. Because some people, even if you don't disturb them, they will still not go anywhere. Yeah. Hallelujah. The reason why I follow these notes is to keep the time. Amen. Be aware that even weeds bear seeds. Even thorns have seeds. Even weeds are looking for good soil. Matthew 13, chapter 5. Matthew chapter 13, verse 5. That other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil. And, other, and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched. Be planted in a place where even when the climate changes, you will still be saved. Yeah. And others fell among the thorns and the thorns grew up and choked them. There are people who, although they are good seed, where they are, they will never be allowed to see light because they are going to be choked up by antagonist spaces. You see somebody with a gifting, but the soil where they are planted, nothing will ever happen. You even know the destiny. A lot of aborted destinies because of this thing called the environment. The soil determines the harvest. Doesn't that Bible talk about the harvest where some got 60-fold, 30-fold, and 100-fold? Those are fruit. Amen. And Jesus said, let them who have ears hear. That was the last statement. He who has ears to hear. You see, you can have ears not to hear. <laughs> Let he who has ears, ears to hear, hear. It means that you can have ears, but your ears are of no use. Unless I have any other understanding apart from that. You can't bear fruit when you're planted in rocky soil. Some environments don't allow for growth. They are choking. Apostle Moses stood here and said that you need peace in 2023 to be able to be fruitful. That is the peace he was talking about. The space in which you're planted allows you to grow and flourish. 
You need to be planted in a peaceful environment, in thick black soil. This is the only way through which we will be able to resist and withstand seasonal challenges. You should note that the problems were not with the seed, but with the environment they found themselves in. The Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 17 verse 7 that blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Whose trust is in the Lord is the Lord. That is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat, scorching sun, change of season comes. Blessed is the man who is planted by a river. I'm going to talk about a river and streams so you can tell the difference. Do you know that men are rivers? Out of your belly shall flow rivers. Do you know that there are rivers and that there are also streams? Which one are you drinking from? Because what you are drinking from, we shall know by the results you have. Who is your pastor? And do they have the capacity to get you to where God wants you to be? These are questions I ask myself. We also have rivers in Assyria, said Naman. Isn't Abana a river? Thank you so much. Go and wash yourself in Abana and get healed. There are rivers and there are streams, and there are some rivers where you have to get healed. Not every river can heal you. Second Kings chapter 5, verse 1. But how come you, did, you came to Israel if you could wash yourself in those rivers? Naaman, cut the pride and get yourself healed. You have struggled with leprosy for too long. Spiritual pride. I see people. They are brought into growth spaces and they still want to keep. Cut the pride. You also have a river. Go to that river and get healed of unfruitfulness. The Bible says in 2 Kings chapter 5 verse 1 that Naaman was the commander of the army of the king of Syria. He was a great and honorable man, yes, in the eyes of his master, because by him the Lord had given victories to Syria, who? The Lord. He was also a mighty man of valor, but eh? <laughs> You can be mighty, but when it comes to getting cleansed, when it comes to getting to where you are supposed to go, when it comes to getting fruitful, you have to submit and go to a river where you can get cleansed and healed. Fruitfulness is going to require our humility. And the rivers where we are going to be healed and become fruitful may not look like they are the ones. The last time I checked in ancient Israel, a leper had a bell on their body to announce, here I come, I carry a, a viral thing. <laughs> I doubt if Naaman functioned well in his responsibilities as a leader and as a husband. We know from the Bible that he had a wife. Yeah. I don't know if Naaman and his wife were a discordant couple. But definitely there was a problem. And they had to listen to a little Samaritan girl. Hallelujah. We are talking about humility. The general of the superpower, Syria, has a problem. The Bible says, 
the Lord had given them victory. The Bible says that he was a great man, but he was a leper. There are many areas in which we are deficient, irrespective of how great we are, for which we need to get cleansed to become fruitful. Verse 12. The man is told, go and wash in the Jordan seven times. Was it seven? He said, are not Abana and Halfa, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned away in a rage, but his servants came near and said to him, my father, it is a great word that the prophet has spoken to you. Will you not do it? Has he actually said to you, wash and be clean? If bearing fruit is so important to you, you will get into the growth space and you will need to abide by the instructions. Put aside your general titles and everything. Be like a child there. Because you want to become like a child, get the skin of a child. You want to be restored. At a certain level, you have few options of disobeying God. It is okay if you are genuine, if you carry responsibilities, if you have no wife, if you are not a man of valor. It's okay, go and bathe in every pool around. But if you carry something, get planted by the river that will help you flourish. And as far as I know, there are not many such rivers. So what is our fruit? Jesus clearly defined his fruit. Fishes, people, disciples, men and women were established and were making others become. Everything that is valuable is also vulnerable. You have to prioritize the call of God on your life. Discipline yourself to serve. I'm talking about wanting to become fruitful. And until the grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. John chapter 12 verse 24. Most assuredly, I said to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Some of us, certain things have to die. The pride, the way of doing things, you must become a new man that God can then bear fruit. The pruning is going to take form of cutting some off some of the things that are disturbing you in bearing fruit. God has created people with the seed of greatness in them, but there are things that distract them, that fight against them, which we need to sort and put aside so that we can then start bearing fruit. In your service to God, there is a token of God's government that you can't control. A carnal man comes to the table with his agenda, then God regulates those ambitions until he defeats that carnal agenda. Even when the devil will speak to you at this time to live serving the Lord, yeah, Many people, when, when God starts doing certain things with them, is pruning them, then the devil tells them, look at the kind of life that you are now living. You are going to become a superstar. You are now serving the Lord. They even call you a servant in your sheep. We want to be lords, not servants. A corn of it has to fold in the soil. When the seed falls down, it decays. There is a process. It's called the process of death. You die to certain things. Until you die to certain things, you can never become fruitful. 
the same thing that kills is the same thing that grows. When the old man is attacked and is killed, then the new man will bear fruit, is able to rise. God doesn't use you as you are. He has to take you through a process. Allow the process of death. He will kill your ambition. He will kill your style. He will kill your expectations when you want to do something with your life. The law of process. A fruitful man is a new man. It is the rigorous and uncompromising process that gives birth to a new man. If that cone of wheat doesn't fall to die, dying would mean you'll have to rely on God beyond the strategies of the world system. When you stay with God for long, He will turn you into, He will turn you to His agenda. No one comes to God to serve Him willingly. Do you know that? Many people were drugged. And when they came here, the man started telling them, Now I want this, I want this, this, how we're going to do this, how we. You dragged me into your thing. Now you are determining how I'm going to do things. That's where many of them fall off. Hallelujah. You will have to stand on your vulnerability. He will have to deal with the corruption of your heart. He will put your intelligence aside. He will put your education aside to use you. He will put everything you consider as a strength aside before he uses you. These are the things by the, our strength are the things that fight against our fruitfulness. Your education background, the family you came from, your experience. There are some people who are very intelligent to be used by God. That they'll analyze everything, everything. Even as I speak, somebody's trying to look at the scripture, looking at the theological, how, how I've dissected it. until you ask them this person has a cough please pray and then all their intelligence is insulted hallelujah you will never find fulfillment if you are not in God's will you will never know your timing until you go through the process a man can become a phenomenon when the process of abiding has ended and the process of bearing fruit has begun. Do you know that your timing is consistent with your, with your season of impact? Worship harvest, the next 16 years, the way God is going to multiply. Hmm. By the way, you can also know that you've shifted. The next cycle. Hey. The level of anointing, gifting, and grace. God looks at us faithfully, how we've served him. He gives us results. Then it is upon the basis of our faithfulness that God lifts us to the next level of fruitfulness. Watch the next 16 years. Some of us will still be living here to tell. Hallelujah. But let me talk about the vessels. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 20. In about five minutes, then we pray. It's, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honor and some for dishonor. 
Hallelujah. God does not want grace and anointing to be concentrated only on a few people. That's not God's design. He wants it multiplied. I've had it being taught here. It's called the multiplication of grace. That is God. And God is looking for special vessels. And you can choose to be a special vessel for honorable use. All the vessels are in the house. You can choose to be an ordinary vessel or a special vessel. Even the ordinary vessels are in the house. We have no problem with them. But they are also special vessels. The choice is yours. What is it about special vessels? They are special not for the sake of being special, but for the assignment they have been given. Some for honor or honorable use, and some for dishonor. So they are vessels, but some are for honorable use. Get down. There is something I'm looking for. Therefore, if anyone cleanses themselves, if anyone cleanses themselves, if anyone puts themselves in a position where God can be used, he can then be a vessel for honor, sanctified and useful to the master. It means that although all these other vessels were created for use, there is a vessel that is sanctified, honorable and useful for the master, prepared for every good work, miracles, signs and wonders. You can become a special vessel which God can use for every good work. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, who went about doing good works. What are they healing the sick, setting the captives free? So you can be a vessel that can be anointed for all these things. Where am I going now? We are going to pray. Does the green thing mean that time is over? Okay. So what makes them special is their use, their work, their role. According to scripture, they're made for special use. Special means special assignment. If God is going to use you, it is going to be hard and seen. They are not only going to hear, they are also going to see. I'm talking about the fruit. Yesterday I was praying somewhere at a mountain in Nkuluze and I saw the thing in the scripture where they say they went to the other country, they went to spy and men came carrying fruit on their shoulders. Like what kind of fruit is that? Hmm? That is the kind of fruit we are going to see in 2023. If it is God, you must hear and you must see. The miracles are not heard but also seen. I'm going somewhere. Acts 8.35 Philip preached and many became saved because they saw and heard. They must see and hear to believe. I'm talking about fruit. <laughs> the world is tired. They look at Christianity as a nuisance. And as the world continues to suffer, we are talking a lot. Many miracles by believers beyond the church walls need to be seen. One madman meets Jesus and then ten cities are saved. If we get the, the weight of the miracles that are happening in the missional communities all over, 
they do not equal the miracles that a man is used by God to perform in one small building. Hallelujah. That's why I, this mission of community thing is very, very important. Our evangelism without works is the reason why, although many hear the gospel, they don't believe it. I'm getting somewhere. No man is immune to a miracle. Believers and unbelievers are convicted and they have faith, and their faith in God is strengthened by these miracle signs and wonders. I'm talking about the fruit. John Wesley said, set yourself on fire and people will come to watch you burn. I also believe in the interruption of the course of lives of men and women by the agency of the Holy Ghost. Things happen. You see, people will never believe our God when we only talk about him and they can't see him. Who will believe that this is a church without this building? That it's a strong church established. You can shout your voice hoarse, we are, we are a mega church. Until they see it, they will not believe in it. Amen. We are doing a great disservice to Christ by not shining the light that shone upon us by bearing fruit. It says that they may see the good works and glorify the Father. Then they may see the fruit and give glory to God. Until men see a great display of authentic power of God, they have the right to question it. Don't argue with men. Display the power at work in you. A man of God has no business arguing about his God. Beyond all this talk, there are people who are seriously looking for results. Power is shown by the testimonies that follow. Hallelujah. A true impartation of spiritual power. We must change. We must have the capacity to transform our families, our communities. People are tired of wasting their time in church. Hallelujah. Nobody leaves what works. Nobody goes out of a church that is working. If everything about your life changes, you will rise and come to church. We need genuine spiritual power. No revival is without notable miracles. You can also become a man who can personify a certain dimension of God. And they said, Jehovah Jireh. When money is nothing to you, it's a tool, a resource for kingdom expansion. When people are very sure that when they come to you, the sickness will go. There are people who are an embodiment of a certain aspect of God. And that, those are the people that the world needs today. I want us to pray that we become people of results that will become men and women of influence that your influence shall not be shouted but that it shall be displayed I now realize why I talk less I had no results to show the more the results the lesser that that, that talking you only talk on the pulpit the reason why many people are talking is because they have time to talk. No vessel that is full will have the, the space to make noise. 
Hallelujah. I want us to stand on our feet and pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the blessing of life and for the message. Lord, I pray that the power of this message touches some people, that they become men and women of influence, that they will not create impact by impression, but they will create impact that lasts, that the fruit that they will bear lasts, O oh God. Lord, my prayer is that men are shed into their destinies. But how would this happen when they have no results to show? May it be said of a person that they encountered God and that they carry a certain dimension of Jesus. That we shall bear fruit, that we shall bear fruit, that we shall bear fruit, that we shall bear fruit. That they will bear fruit for God to plant some people, family to enable the process of growth. Oh God, that we be firmly planted, be firmly planted, be firmly planted. You see, when the devil wants to rob you of fruit, he will transplant you. But I rebuke the spirit of transplanting, that we may be planted to bear fruit. Father, we pray that you plant us firmly to enable the process of growth. For us to embrace the process that commands fruitfulness. For the grace to wait on as the season of harvest comes. Many get out of the season before it comes. Father, my prayer is that you help us wait. Give us the grace to wait until the harvest is ripe, O oh Lord. That's my prayer. That as the vine reset does the pruning for us to bear fruit, that our hearts embrace the process. That as the vine reset starts on the process of pruning, that we shall embrace the process. That the process is aimed at bearing us fruit. That the process is not meant at inflicting harm on us. Many times we translate the process of pruning into a harm infliction campaign. But oh God, open up our hearts to receive you. That our hearts will embrace this process for humility to surrender. A humility to surrender. A humility to surrender. God wants to use many people and take them to the next best level. But the humility to surrender and put everything at the cross. That we shall surrender to God to take us into a season of fruitfulness. For us to bear fruit. Thousands of churches, thousands of churches, thousands of churches, hundreds of thousands of missional communities. The Bible says that we are nations. That we shall bear fruit that lasts. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for that which you are doing. Thank you for the fruits that you are bringing. For the harvest in the nations of God. For the harvest in the nations of God. Lord, we thank you for them that you are planting family into good soil. That they will bear fruit. That they will be like the tree that is planted by the river. Oh God, I thank you. For you have planted me in a growth place where I can grow. 
where I can flourish, where I can become the very best. I see myself growing. I see thousands of churches declare, churches declare provision, declare extraordinary miracles. Anointings over your life. The anointing to heal, the anointing to teach, the grace for wisdom, the grace for financial that you shall prophesy accurately that the Lord shall cause you to see things before they happen that you shall be an envoy of the heavens oh God thank you Jesus for that which you're doing hallelujah you're going to lift up your hands and close your eyes in the next one minute I want to release something to people the Lord has helped me become fruitful. I, I, I bear some fruit. And I want to release the grace to some people here. That many nations shall come to you. Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2. That in those days the nations shall flock to you. Many people here carry things that are great but they trivialize them. Father, in the name of Jesus, every person that carries a seed of greatness, release them from trivialization, release them from, from distractions, the things that the devil had planted along the way to make them fail to become, release them from them. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty healers, men and women who are going to heal sicknesses in the world because we have permitted it poverty is in the world because we've permitted it father men and women that you're empowering to carry the banner of christ in the nations we refuse to be ordinary we shall be vessels of honorable use oh how you anointed jesus of nazareth for good works in this room there are people whom the Lord is anointing with miracle working power that the sick are going to be healed that the blind are going to see yeah it's being released right now in the next couple of minutes you pray if you want to receive it it's going to come down on you oh Jesus prophets men and women who are going to heal sometimes I get amazed by what you do through me I'm going to count three times and the grace is going to descend on people. That Jesus, you will use them. The Lord is going to trust you with that thing, but use it well, not for your pride. Father, in the name of Jesus, count me worthy to transfer it. One. Two, three, receive it. Grace to heal. One of the things that you are going to see right now is that the hand of God is going to descend on this room and you are going to see it. When you see it, that's you. If you see the big white hand of God over this room, the hand of God is here. 
the hand of God is coming down on people Jesus touch them Lord touch them touch them Jesus touch them God that you may use them for your purposes there are three people that God is giving something your hand the right hand it is going to become very heavy because of what God is putting there. You just lift it up. Father, in the name of Jesus, that same hand will heal the sick. That same hand, oh God, I release it to them. The mighty hand of healing, receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. There it comes on several people. Hey. Help them. Glory is coming down on people. It shall be said of you, woman of God, that there comes a healer. You shall be a person that will not need to talk about yourself. The thing upon you will speak for itself. Receive it. The hand of healing. Receive it. Receive it. That thing shall introduce you in nations. The hand of healing. There are people who are being encountered with the hand of healing. There is a hand, if you can, if you can see. There is a hand which is just right up here it is stretched just as I've stretched my hand in the name of Jesus may it come down on you to heal and to teach to preach and to prophesy in the name of Jesus at the count of three one, two, three there it comes grace there's a person here your eyes are being opened God told me that the eyes of people are going to be opened to see things in the realm of the spirit you are going to see things before they happen father in the name of jesus father in the name of jesus father in the name of jesus the unction for prophecy is being released oh god the church needs men who can actually predict and women in the name of jesus at the count of three may that power come down on people there are prophets here. She's a prophet. Some of you, they wanted you to be used in, 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 in the other world. But by the power of this message, the Lord is redeeming it himself and is going to use you. Help them. They are prophets. Prophets. The things you see are true. Others are going to see Jesus. The man that died on the cross and resurrected after three days. The man that we call the name above all names. The one that was exalted. Father, in the name of Jesus, show your soul to men. Encounter them that they may speak of you. He says, and I will give you power. And will be my witnesses. They will talk about you. Father, in the name of Jesus, may they talk about a God that they have encountered. There are many people here. If you want to receive that, a witness of Christ, 
receive it receive it receive it receive it receive it oh thank you jesus for them that you're taking into a new level of fruitfulness that you shall speak a word and that it shall give life the bible says i came that they may have life and have life in its abundance in the name of jesus receive it Jesus cast a tree that was not bearing which means that he is not excited about the thing that does not bear fruit he wants us to bear fruit in the mighty name of Jesus may you bear fruit may you bear fruit may you bear extraordinary fruit fruit that lasts that you don't have to explain yourself that the thing will be on you thank you Jesus there is a bottle of oil that is being poured on people in the room of the spirit if you care to see in the room of the spirit men and women are being anointed I see a bottle of oil in the room of the spirit there be, it's a big bottle oil is flowing on people thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord there are people who God is going to use mightily greater for exploits. Exploits are the result of an encounter with God. Help them, Jesus. Empower them with the Spirit of God. That we shall not be normal people. We shall be extraordinary people. Father, that when we teach the word, it shall carry power. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you glory. Lord, I honor you for the things that you're doing. Show yourself that it shall be said of them that they carry the presence of God. That we move into a place and sicknesses just run. Abno talks about these things. They are so real. That you move into a place and scarcity and lack. They just cease being an issue. In the name of Jesus, that the Lord shall empower us with kingdom resources to expand his kingdom. That the Lord shall validate your ministry. He will be the one to talk for you. That you don't have to argue with men. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on, thank Jesus for that which he's doing. Thank you, Jesus. for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.